this right back, Charlie. Oh, oh, deluded I'm back again come on Ian <laughs> deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back in whether you're on youtube or twitch appreciative don't forget this is a big week for content we've got champions league in europa league watch alongs we've got arsenal nottingham forest at the weekend today after this i'll be live at 4 30 on twitch to play football manager 23 but yeah man as usual good morning good afternoon good evening and of course good night i hope you and your loved ones are doing healthy i hope this monday is kind to you and i hope you lots personal and private goals hopes dreams ambitions aspirations and all of that good stuff this week gets you further to such people as usual smash the like button all opinions are welcome obviously it wasn't three points debt collectors um debt debt collectors um over the weekend but out of the top six only city won and Chelsea never lost. City, uh, City never lost. United didn't lose. But hey, Liverpool, Liverpool got chefed. What happened to them Spurs youths against against the Magpies? Bloody hell, mate. So we'll take that. It softens the blow and it makes it an easier, slightly pill to swallow. Pause. Obviously, I'm going to get into my thoughts in relation to the game. I think I've done my cut-up clips. I've said everything. It is, in many ways, I think, considering, and I've watched it again, the first half, second half, sorry, I think it's a point gained because we were up. I won't say Ramsdale was having to make bare saves and do a madness in that game, but it could have went left. And I would say definitely first 15 minutes, considering we're first starters, uh, fast starters, sorry, we should have put them to bed, really. The first 15 minutes, 20 minutes, obviously we went a goal up. Odegaard missed an, an opportunity. Uh, Jesus missed a number of opportunities and we're going to get into Jesus in a somewhat separate uh, entity. So, yeah, them two players there, I expect them to score. We should have had penalty shouts. I don't know what going on, what's going on there, but... Again, I don't want to focus on the referee and I, I can't not focus on the ref because it's going to happen. You know, we've probably received some favourable decisions since VAR has been introduced. We definitely, this isn't going to be the first or the last one where we've been done dirty. So I like to focus on the variables that we can control people and the variables that Arsenal could have controlled. As I said, shutting out the game in the first 20 minutes, ending the first half strongly on reflection of the game, uh, taking our chances because there was minimal chances. Actually, bit better chance creation 
I don't think we managed the tempo of the game well. A bit like Leeds was giving Southampton too much inspiration to believe they could get something out of the game. I don't know between the manager and our players what happened in at, at that 50 minutes at half time, but it looked like two separate teams. They came out on violence. We didn't. We're going to get into it, but I think the goal we conceded from a, a Southampton point of view. It, you know, they did their thing, really, from us. Very disappointing. You know, it's from their goalkeeper all the way, you know. And them counter-attacking moves are harming us. I think our last four or five goals have kind of been like that, if I'm honest with you. I think, like Leeds, Southampton has shown you can stop our playing out from the back if you really press well. But also, if you beat our first press, Jesus, Odegaard, typically Xhaka and the wingers, you can present us with issues. So I do think we've got to do a lot better on the defensive transitions. You know, credit to Southampton. You've got to pick them up because they, while they had four points in two games coming into this, it's not been a good season for them. And they doubled down on what they were good at. Obviously, you know, Again, we could have scored, we could have managed the game. I think the last two Premier League games against Leeds and Southampton has highlighted maybe the option of bringing in a number six off the bench would help us in January if we can do that. And obviously an eight that can control the tempo of a game because Xhaka can do it, he can't really do it in this current role that he's expected to, to occupy. And that is a form of defence. Collectively, we need to be clinical. Jesus, number of chances, hasn't scored since October the 1st. Everybody likes his scapegoat. It was Gabriel, now it's his Brazilian brother, Jesus. End of the day, he was brought here to score goals, right? He needs to do that. I fully understand it. But you're not going to, you know, there's an Arsenal tax. Same way Sterling's not doing the stuff he was doing at City. There's an Arsenal tax that has to be applied. Jesus needs to score, because if I'm harsh... You're doing the same things Lacazette was doing, really, was praising him. But he's, he's he's been all right, man, and the goals will come. It is frustrating. Someone like Jesus with the quality to bag should be able to, and you're playing enough games. Um, but you're getting in the right opportunities and right positions and all of that sort of jazz, people. So it is what it is. Clearly, you know, our, again, what people can't do, in my opinion, is confuse our, our, our form and stuff where we've earned the right. We've done well in pre-season. We've won the games. Obviously, we've only dropped two points at two away grounds. I would have loved to have put in performances, Old Trafford and St Mary's. We have to wait till next year. But I just feel, while I'm loving the optimism and what the players and the gaffer are doing, respectfully to our current bunch of players, and I'm not saying keep, you know, say all these talking points you want. Don't let our form and our fantastic opening 11 games overestimate the current level of these players or where collectively we are because again we should be qualifying for the Champions League we, it's not where you start it's where you finish we started very well see it through to the end but you know question marks over depths question marks of of of, of maturity as I said Leeds and Southampton killing games seeing out games not giving your your opposition somewhat encouraging signs to get back in the game you know Xhaka scored and they didn't follow him but we're not following midfield runners we're going to go over all of this but Armstrong wasn't picked up you know if you can't afford that they've split us open in a couple of passes they beat our press we're all over the place Armstrong has just bursted into the box and I think both teams will only want to do better there when you look at the statistics it was a much more even game than suggested we didn't lose if you can't win don't lose but yeah man I think the level of this squad and where they're at right now, both what they do on the field and how they play in games, overestimated, even though we need to keep going. Physicality is starting to play a question mark because the last couple of games now, twice in the Europa League, twice against Leeds and Southampton, take nothing away from our performances or the fact that we ain't lost. But you have seen tired legs. You have seen somewhat of the juice kind of running out. We do need to put, a, if these players were, were phones, we need to put their charges back in. So we knew this was going to happen, innit? When you don't have a squad and you don't have a certain, in a couple of roles we can do it. 
when you don't have a squad and you don't have suitable options to rotate and things, you know, you somewhat put your players more, more through the tre- the stresses and, and stuff like that. I think we miss Inchenko watching that game again, but I'm wary of stepping into that scenario, people, because it's always the players that aren't involved that are the Messiahs, people. You, you can't get away with that. We had enough to get out, get something out of that Southampton game. Credit to Southampton. They made it difficult. You know, I'm seeing neck grabs, headbutts. Elbows, why that brother is not the, the what's his name, Linko or whatever, why he's not sent off, why Gabriel Jesus doesn't have a, a penalty, I don't know in it. But on another day, we're going to get some favorable decisions, or we might not. Is let's just control the variables we can control. They don't want consistency in the ref decisions, it's a talking point and it adds to the entertainment product, which is football. So smash the like button, people. I don't think we're going to see any of that. As I said, taking your chance, closing out games, not allowing the opposition and their fans to get encouragement. These are things we need to learn. Um, and we're on the right tracks, um, but it is what it is. As I said, take your eighth, eighth minute. It's another game before the guard scores. A bit like last season at St Mary's. If Saka and Martinelli and a couple of others bag, it's a different game. We can only deal with the facts in that. They've taken four points in our last two visits there, really. I need Jesus to start scoring. I cannot lie to you because end of the day, you've been given a platform. You said you want to score goals. You said you want to be near Golden Boot, which is a myth with Harlan. He should be scoring, in it, really and truly? But um, And we've managed to get through the fact that he ain't been scoring since o- October the 1st. Xhaka scoring is not sustainable. You know, I love what Xhaka is doing. I like what Arteta is doing. By all means, hopefully it continues. But Xhaka isn't paid to score goals. Anything he does beyond the basic primary roles that have got him to this point or what Mikel Arteta demands, it is what it is. I think Saliba was a bit so-so, not that he was terrible. I think Gabriel had a good game. I did think we missed Sinchenko, but again, it's always the one that isn't involved that is the miracle worker. So I want to move away from there. Um, you know, the good thing we did is we didn't lose. If you can't win, don't, uh, don't lose. And we got a point. I did like the move, and we're going to go over all of these things. I did like the move, which led to um, uh, Xhaka, the only guy scoring. He's made the run. It's it's a good play from ourselves, from, you know, Ramsdale, Tommy Asu, party have all played a part as well. Primarily Saka and Ben White have, you know, good one-two play down the right-hand channel. You know, pull it on the plate. Unlikely. I want to say unlikely, because Xhaka showing he can score goals. Xhaka steps up you know, another second right-footed goal in, in a week for him. So that was something really and truly. Um, we should have got the pen. They should have had a, sent off, a, a man sent off. But fundamentally, we had several chances to kill the game. We should have killed it in the first 15-20. You know, again, in hindsight, that little period where they started getting a bunch of corners in the first half, people, was probably the beginning of the end. It is true. You cannot win them all. But that was a game we could have won in it. I, I understand it. But I just think some fans, misery loves, loves company. So they'll focus all on the bad. Some fans, because it's a coping mechanism, they'll just keep screaming in isolation. You can't win them all and you can't. But that is a game you could have won. And that's a game we've dropped two points from winning positions. So if I'm harsh and you want to be a Champions League team and get there consistently, once you take the lead, You've got to walk through it. And we've been getting away with it on a couple of occasions. Leeds away, the best example. You don't always. The most upsetting thing for me is ultimately we've gone to St. Mary's slash Old Trafford and we ain't got any performances as, as good as our season's been. You have to give credit to Southampton, in my opinion. I felt they were tigerish. I think the roughhouse tactics worked to try and rattle us. They did get away with a couple, you know, Linkow, Coletta. They all did well. Armstrong did well. Ward Prowse second half. Everyone, you know, they got four points in two games going into this. They've got five in three. So they're starting to put some form together. And I did like their 4 4 2 slash mini little variations of it. Shout out to Bazanu. And again, considering they had injuries, a number of key players missing, mixed form, they gave us a game and, you know, starting to build on. They had us in the second half, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, and as I said, they did quite well 
in the build-up. And when you look at the statistics, the end of the game, whatever you say, we had 12 shots, they had 10, both had three on targets, 60-40 in our favour for part, for possession, for 541 passes to their 358. They had nine corners, we had four. Bulk of them probably came in the first half, so they made it a very even game and things like that in, in, in that regard. So there were several disappointing things, if I'm honest with you. Obviously, if you draw for the tactics board, as I said, the one good thing is, again, I've aired a lot of people, but part A, Tommy Asin, I believe Ramsdale have done quite well, focusing on the decisive actions. As you saw, you know, Saka and Ben White have played a, ni a nice little one-two. Very much a goal from the chain from the training, training ground. And obviously, Ben White's pull it on the plate. Xhaka's pull it top bin, simple as that. You know, Lin and that didn't follow the runner. Martinelli wouldn't have been far as well. Jesus was in the cut as well. Don't know why I haven't got him there, but good good exercise from the training ground. And that's about the only real positive. If These are both Southampton people. Now, they lined up with a 4-4-2 and it worked well. But I think in reality, you know, it was more like this, you know, Armstrong was coming in from wide areas and getting inside and things like that. Adam Armstrong was chasing lost causes. Arebo kind of doing the same thing, a bit inverted. Wars Prowse was the slightly more advanced midfielder than Diallo. And they had compact wingers that did provide width when they could. So, as I said, on the right is more traditional 4-4-2. And it still was, but there were slight variations between the midfields, between, you know, Arebo linking up with Armstrong and actually Armstrong. So I think Hassan Hortel's tactics were quite good, if I'm honest with you. Tactically, naturally, I'm going to be disappointed with the goal we conceded because, again, I'm skipping out some bits, but it's gone from back to front with them. The decisive moments, really and truly, between Armstrong, you know, everyone could have done better. Uh, Xhaka and Partey are, are not following the midfield runners. Again, it's not to scale, but again, like our goal, They've just followed Armstrong's just made a run, you know. They've cut us open in about five or six passes on the counter-attack from their goalie, which again on the transition, as especially away from home, has kind of harmed us and been a bit of an Achilles heel. That was there against Liverpool, that was definitely there against Leicester, that was there at Old Trafford, that was there at our place in the build-up to uh the penalty that Spurs got, you know. The transition defensively, even though we've improved defensively, we need to be a bit better. And in the second half, you could see tied legs, but you have to keep going. They've done quite well. Obviously, the ball's put in for Armstrong. Armstrong's not been picked up, you know. And then you know what happens, people. It's put it's put beyond Aaron, it's put beyond Aaron Ramsdale's net via Armstrong. They're off to the sunset. They're laughing, really and truly. So there were several things that we could have done better, if I'm completely honest with you. But it is what it is in that regards. Fundamentally, we didn't do we didn't do what we needed to do to get the three points. Sometimes you get three points where you don't deserve it. Sometimes you win when you don't. And sometimes you get what's just about deserved. And on reflection, you know, a draw, I don't think either, either side could have wanted more. Maybe if, you know, if if Southampton, Southampton probably respecting us a bit too much first 20 minutes, maybe if they started better, it could have been a different result. Clearly for me, the 15 minutes before halftime and ultimately the second half, and considering the fact of they scored 25 minutes before the end of the game, as you know, the last half an hour in games is very crucial. We, you know, we have problems, in my opinion, in the second half. That's where we concede our goals. That's when the old habits start to crack in. I know it's difficult when it's fitness levels and we're a young team and things like that, but it comes with the territory because there's been times we've been getting away with it. So ultimately, we can't complain, you know, considering we've been a bit flat in the last, you know, what, let's say four games, all comps. Two, Southampton, definitely second half. Leeds, definitely after scoring uh, the Glint and PSV. And we've not lost. There is something to build upon. But as I said, we've got to take the good and make it greater. And as I said, don't as much as I like what we're doing, don't let this form and what Arteta is doing, what the players are doing, give, let it give you confidence, let it give you motivation. But don't let it overestimate where this club needs to go and where we are at this moment in time. There's over 20 games left. As you can see, 
physically we're being tested. Rotation is going to need to happen. You know, we need to finish this year strong, let alone the end of the month. Let's go on to Nottingham Forest and put things right. You know, you look at, for me, while we've done the good things now, it could all be undone, really, if we don't continue what we've been doing because we've got Chelsea to come, we've got West Ham, we've got Brighton, we've got a couple of difficult fixtures from now to early January, North London, Derby. You know, we've done well, you know, but we need to keep going sort of thing. So it is what it is in that regards, people. Southampton. Arsenal foot. Sorry, folks, just making a timestamp, you know the thing. But um, yeah, I've been airing you lot, people. Let's scroll all the way back, man. Go all the way to the start, man. Good afternoon. Right back at you, Graham, man. Please smash the like button, YouTube ones, Twitch ones, one love. It might only have been one point yesterday, but still a better weekend than Spurs. In fact, we played a game less than them this week and still picked up more points. I hear you, but everyone's got to play 38 games, man. And I'm more speaking to the wider footballing fans like it. You know, when people say, oh, we're still top of the league, that's great. We're still top. But, well, see, I'm to like there's two games left of the campaign. I'm not even talking about winning the league. Obviously, the table is going to fluctuate. You know, Chelsea and United are behind Newcastle, I believe. They're probably going to climb above them. Where, you know, it's going to fluctuate. So we just, me, I'm more focused on what we're doing on the pitch. If you do the right things, if you pattern what you need to pattern, then typically things take care of themselves. And we've, we've got a good base. We've got a good foundation. We've roughed out. Ironed out a lot of rough patches, but we've still got a long way to go. And I, I, I know, you know, when things are going wrong, you know, people like to focus on the negative. When things are going well, people don't like to focus on the little eeny, meeny, miny bits, but the devil's in the details. And I'm not really surprised because, again, the goal we conceded at Southampton and and, and, the, and the, the kind of thought process has been there all season. The three goals against United, the penalty against Spurs. For me, the glaring one was Leicester at home where it shouldn't really be. You know, we did concede first against Villa or Fulham unnecessarily, if you're completely honest. And, and again... There's plenty of other examples. Sometimes you get away with it, sometimes you don't. We shouldn't have got away with it against against Leeds. We did. You know, we should have won the game in the first half. We could have maybe lost the Southampton game in the second half, but we live to fight another day. But sometimes you can't run away from things. Like with Spurs, they might go on a run of form, but they're perform end of the day, it's about putting results on the board and they've been doing that. But that's been papering over the cracks. So it doesn't surprise me that Newcastle, who I don't want to play them home or away at this moment put a result against them because it's been there. You can't get penalties in the last 15 minutes. As I said, the ref is smoking the finest of crack and we should have had a pen. Even if we got a pen, we scored. We ran away from with St Mary's at 2-1. I'll be saying the same things. Let's control the variables that we can control. And that was, you know, we could have scored more. There's been times this season where we've won the game and we're waffling about dodgy refereeing decisions. But because we've scored and doing what we need to do, it's calm and Again, you know, we're still showing our naiveties because if we're looking at a team like City, typically they get one, they get two, they get three, they get four. You know, it's like being in a boxing match. Kill your opponent, like until he's not run, until he's not moving. There's no point being in control of the fight, doing nice jabs, giving him uppercuts. You're clearly winning the beef, but it's going down to points. Put that guy on the floor, and that's what we needed to do, and we didn't. So we need to just do better in it, really, and try to end them up strong and keep it moving, really. So, yeah, man, smash the like button like Clement says. Can we get to 100 likes? Don't forget, people, hella content. I'm pretty sure if you're subscribed to me, you would have seen, um, you know, the watch-alongs ready already for tomorrow. Dortmund against Man City. Obviously, before that, we're watching Salzburg against Chelsea. I've dropped the links slash dropping the links. That'll be on Twitch and YouTube. PSV Arsenal on Thursday. One love to you lot. You have hit the link. Set your reminders and turn your notifications on already. Crazy. Brazy, brazy, brazy. One love to you lot tuned in. Twitch, has it updated my... T All right, here, yeah, because it's been messing about. 
One love to Gurfy Gherkin as well for resubscribing. And again, American Gunas gifted out subs and that on Twitch. You're missing out. That's why I said we needed two strikers. One has a different profile to Jesus. Jesus is a calm sign and allow the agendas, but he does need to do better. And that's the reality of it. Jesus needs to bag, bro. Like he's he's Brazilian, he's wavy. He does the business, but he should have scored. But the problem is City don't rely on one single man to score goals. Obviously, Haaland's taking the mantelpiece and uh, and things like that. But there's other dons that are chipping in. And we've been doing that. And arguably, we've been getting away with that. You know, we need to keep scoring more goals. The And I'm being harsh, but the opportunities that are being presented to teams, like Jesus and Odegaard against Southampton and someone next week, you've got to take them chances. But we do need different options. And Giroud, a, a guy like Giroud would be perfect, I think, in games, especially... When we're under the cosh, there's many ways of defending or, 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 or surviving somewhat. I don't think we've got that A. Obviously, we've got players when the sun's shining at the Emirates, teams are sitting off us, even teams are pressing us. They can hold the ball, they can do wavy things. But away from home, we ain't got a number eight that's just going to say, you know, everything's running through me. I'm going to play these five-yard passes. I'm going to switch play when required. We're going to suffocate the opposition and kind of take the sting out of the game to go with making tactical vows, probably milking fouls, taking over, taking forever with throw-ins and things like that. We ain't got another tug like part A that we can play with him or instead of him, if he's tired, that can get in there and do a thing. And I think... Like we saw against Newcastle and Spurs last year and probably against Southampton, we could have won regardless. I think we need someone that's a bit of a target man. I know Jesus tries and he does a thing, but someone that you can just lump it into their chest. Like you saw how France basically won the World Cup. Giroud, and don't don't get it twisted, Giroud ain't Chris Wood respectfully to Newcastle and Chris Wood. He's got tech, he can play ball. But his game, Giroud isn't going to turn and try and dribble past a million players. He's a guy that if you're one of them five foot eight, six foot techie man you pass it to him you know you're going to play one twos and I think we need someone that can play off that Eddie and Ketty is a bit too similar in that regards we need someone that we can especially away from home against Leeds as well that we can thump it into their chest and, and get us further up the field win us fouls and things like that Eddie and Jesus are, are very similar and to be honest with you you know we already know our bench is media and like respectfully you know I'm still a fan of Fabio Vieira but he showed why he's not starting you know he had a good cameo in the defeat to United where everyone was waxing lyrical about him, the same energy, you know, it's a disaster class. You know, he didn't get to grips with the intensity or the physicality at, at St Mary's. Eddie Nketiah left wing baffled me a bit. Not really, because he's been doing that. I did think you would see Jesus maybe go out there or maybe Jesus and Nketiah switch there a bit more. It's a bit meaty. So when things aren't quite going right, we haven't got a bench really. And there's, you can't run away from this. We're playing a dangerous game and we're doing okay, but some, we saw how the season was derailed last season with not signing certain players. We need to get individuals in in January. Definitely where midfield's concerned. Striker, winger, if you're not putting down the bread, it's difficult to find certain people. But there's no excuse not to sign the centre mid. Since Arteta has walked in this door, Edu as well, we haven't consistently patterned the midfield, you know. And I know Xhaka can turn into Perlo as much as he wants week in, week out. We need someone that can play instead of him if he's not there. And we need someone that can do long-term what Xhaka does. He's 30, contracted until 2024. Rumours of a new deal. We'll have to see. Uh, part A, injury records, even though he's been fit, 30-odd now. El Nene-odd as well. We've got longevity in the defensive and final thirds. What about the middle third of the pitch? And again, as Jiro Boy Xhaka is, bro, man's not Superman, isn't it? Like, he's played, he, well, he, since he signed for Arsenal, he plays almost the most games. He's going to have, he's going to play every game when fit, unless something happens. He's got a World Cup and injuries can happen at any moment. God forbid he could be going downstairs to make his little kids toast and pull his hamstring. So we need, you know, prevention's better than cure. As I always say, if winter is coming, 
I'd rather off, rather us have too much jackets on, have the central heating too high, and then we might be able to turn the central heating down or take off jackets. We're out there in a the hoodie right now and might be able to get away with it if we keep bobbing and weaving. It's got, you know, if it's the weather like yesterday, it's kind of peak really and truly. So there's a lot we need to keep doing. I still believe in Jesus, but no single player is going to come here and be a miracle worker. Only the players that are not in the team when we lose or drop points are the miracle workers. Jesus weren't going to come here and, and, and pull this club from pillar to post. The, I do agree. The criticisms, you could say, yo, you know what? You're just moving like Lacazette, really. You're doing the Lacazette thing, but to a better standard. But you are scoring goals. I still stand by him. I don't understand why some fans have just turned on him. For Jesus, the one record is, can you score goals? And we're going to have to see, really, you know? Hopefully, you can maintain it. Obviously, you're not going to probably score more goals than definitely Harry Kane or definitely Haaland. But you need to be, when we flick on uh, in May, top goal scorers, we need to see that. But I don't feel as a team we create as much chances as we could, even though that's improved. And pardon me, we haven't got a single goal scorer in this team. You know, Jesus is more praised. Now we're getting to see what Jesus is about as an individual. It's more so at City and Brazil, what he does for the collective. Saka, Martinelli, hopefully Martinelli gets double figures. Saka and Smith-Rowe did last season. We needed Smith-Rowe super subsetting. Um, they're learning to score goals, goal score, be goal scorers. They're not goal scorers. For me, goal scorers are people that have been doing this thing for years. Saka, Smith-Rowe, as I just said, they've got one, C one, one double-figure season on their CV. Martinelli started well. He will probably get over the line, but you get it. So you do sign up for certain things and people need to remember where we're at, but there's still a lot that we could have done better in it, people. Obviously, we're watching Europa League on Thursday. Make sure you're there for that, but that weren't actually the tab I was meant to wheel up. I wanted to go through some of this. Now, I'm not one to cry about decisions in it because I, I'm more focused on what Arsenal could do in it. Like, But it, it is baffling, isn't it? It is baffling when you see these images in it. Like how he said Saka dived there, smoking the finest of crack. Obviously, I don't know how man got away with this, you know, committed performance for the cause. He lost his marker. As he got away with this, if Xhaka did that, it's, it's jail time, really. You know, we still got to remember we've got a good foundation. You know, we've only dropped four points in all comps this, cup, this, this competition so far, this campaign, sorry. I don't think it's going to last like that. But yeah, United had our number. Southampton did a thing. Disappointing for me because we spoke about this in our season preview. I really wanted to go to the Anfields, to the Old Traffords, to the St Mary's and put in performances, really. And there was some positives from the United game. Fundamentally, he lost, though. You know, in May, we're not going to be there and say, oh, you lost to United. But we was better in the defeat to United than in this victory. The cold, harshest thing about reality is the devil's in the details. But all that matters is 38 games played, how much win-losses are drawing. If you play well for 38 games but don't get enough points, you might not be in the division or your manager might not have a job. So, yeah, man, it's a good platform. It could be better. It could be worse. And in all comps, 15 games, we've got one loss, one draw, 13 wins. We've scored 32, conceded too many goals. 12 goals conceded across 15 games. That's not sustainable. Seven clean sheets. We are top of the Champions League and the Europa League. Doesn't really matter at this moment in time, but it tells you there's a foundation once again. Uh, we'll get into all of that in a sec, people. When you look at um, our last two games by half, in the first half, we've scored two goals. In the second half, we've offered nothing. So our expected goals, as you can see, drops from 1.01 to 148. Total shots in the second half stands at six. First half, there's 15. Shots on target in the first half has been seven. Across the last two games, it's been zero. Touches in the opposition's box, first half, 26. Second half, 13. Successful.
thing in life is to keep your standards when you're tired. You know, football is one thing. Obviously, if you're tired, you might your concentration levels drop. You might take longer to get in position, your your recovery positions. If you use a working life example, how many of you, myself included, when we're doing tasks and you're awake, you've had proper sleep and things like that, you can do tasks to your best of ability. If you now burn yourself out and you're falling asleep at your desk, you're going to make mistakes in whatever you're trying to do in it. Possession one in the final third, there isn't too much in that, people. But successful passes, it drops from 103 in the first half to, to 70. Keep your standards. Keep your standards. And even games like against uh, Liverpool and Spurs, well, not even Spurs, I'm guessing it. Well, Liverpool is actually good in the second half, but we're kind of topsy-turvy. There used to be a time we'd be slow in the first half, second half we're on crud. It seems like first half we're the best in the world. You know, better than a prime bar. So second half, we start moving like Accrington Stanley and that. We faced the exact amount of shots on goal, to be fair with you. Um, shots faced better yet. Shots on target, we've had more. We've conceded more in the first second half, sorry, five to two. Touches in Arsenal's box in the first half, only 13. In the second half, you, again, 27. You're inviting, you know, you're giving confidence. That's why if you were playing so well, Southampton didn't feel they could get anything out of the game, they probably wouldn't. Football's a psychological game, people. Opposition passes in the in the ending final third, jumps up significantly. It goes from 43 in the first half. This is all across the two games against Southampton and Leeds people to 119. So that might tell you something, really. In the same way we know Arsenal start well. So if you're an opposition manager, you need to do even better in the first half. Second half, if you keep like Southampton did, you, you keep in the game and all of them things. Second half, you might get something from it. So these are things we need to be wary of. Um, apparently, Jesus said, I spoke with him, the referee, straight afterwards. And he said, if you go down before, maybe I can give you a penalty. But I think I was fair. I tried to hold on and keep standing and tried to finish the action. But in the end, he grabbed me and it was impossible. Jesus, you tried to have integrity. You know, there's no honour among thieves in it, really. You know, we need to start going to ground. Dark hearts. It's one thing you could learn from Lacazette. Because anytime VAR bust us, Lacazette weren't too far from the crime scene, really and truly. So go down. I hear you. You're trying to be a winner, stay on your feet, but go down. And we need to start surrounding refs a bit better. You can't beat them, join them. Simple as that. Because this will happen, in, you know, it happened in the Chelsea game, really. And again, we're going to see that again and again. I don't really I care about it because obviously we could have got three points if the penalty, assuming the penalty is given and tucked in and the inconsistencies at Stamford Bridge versus Chelsea United and yesterday. But we're going to see that there's going to be another game where this happens and it's given or it's not given. And I don't know if it evens out, but, you know, we've been given some bookie decisions. We've been on the receiving end of some bookie decisions. Yeah, we could have got three points, but if we did what we needed to do without this, this would have just remained a talking point, really and truly. And former refs, oh, Keith Hackett is coming out. Former refs are all adding their little pieces. Some are saying it's not a foul, then it's not. Like I said, this just continues the entertainment package because we're sit here, sitting here and speaking about it. He's got hands all over him, Coletta signed him, Salesu. Linkao did well as well. That's a penny kick for me. The photograph says it all. You cannot, as a defender, grab your arms around like that. Then we say, why has that not been given? Come on, referees, this is grappling. And I, obviously, watching the game at the time without commentary of things, don't know why VAR didn't inter inter interact and things. But if we score our goals, we don't waffle about this. Simple as that. Um, again, Arsenal haven't kept back-to-back -back clean sheets in the Prem since February. These are alarming things. All four goals. See, I mentioned four or five at the start of the season, at the start of this stream. All four goals Arsenal have conceded away from home in the Premier League this season have been on counter-attacks. Wake up, wake up, wake up. And we've unfortunately have won just two of our last seven visits to St Mary's, people. So, yeah, man, 27 games without a draw comes to an end. Disappointing to drop points, but still got one more 
than in this fixture last season, which is true. And I mean, Southampton fans, every United fans, everyone can celebrate however they need to, man. So, yeah, people, it is what it is. We need to do a lot better. Xhaka now has more goals than yellow cards in the season for Arsenal. The first time his career, Arteta rebuilding players, man. Shout Arsenal's ladies because they're on a great form as well. So, yeah, it is what it is. And again, disappointing because Southampton have lost seven of their last 11 games prior at St Mary's, people. Um, so, yeah, people, it is what it is. What it is. We need to do a lot more than that. Saliba and Gabriel Jesus did avoid getting suspended. So that might be another positive if you're honest with yourselves, people. Smash the like button. Um, hopefully they don't do that against Nottingham Forest and make things harder than it needs to be. On the topic of Nottingham Forest, we're more than a match for them. Their captain's already sending out the Bosey language and they've got Mr. Dean Henderson. Who, if you are to have a future at United, if you can help take points off those qualifying for the Champions League or trying to, is what it is. Big up Nottingham Forest who duppied Liverpool as well. Um, Yates has said, where is it? We'd like it to come quicker. We'll be the underdogs again at the Emirates Stadium on Sunday, but inside the dressing room, we feel more, more than a match for them. Fair enough, people. Fair enough. Fair enough. The main thing was matching Liverpool's intensity. They had injuries, so we thought, why not? So, again, they're going to come with, with that sort of stuff there. So, it's a big week. There's no time to feel sorry for ourselves. Cannot go back in time. Have to hug that. You know, we just have to hug, we just have to hug that now. You know, we drop points. Have to hug that. Have to hold it up and then just move again in it. It is what it is now, but... It is what it is, people. What more can you say? What are you lot saying? Because I've got everything I've needed to get off, man. Big up DJ in the community. Odegaard's lack of clinicalness in front of goals becoming an issue. He's too left-footed. Rarely see him shooting or passing with his right. I mean, he's left-footed, didn't he? He should have scored, but I don't think he'll ever be that prolific in terms of goals and assists, even though he needs to improve in that. What I want to see from him is to control the tempo of the game a bit more. I think he was one of our better players on the pitch, but I think, as I was kind of saying earlier, about an eight to control the game, you look at whether they're playing eights, you look at Kevin De Bruyne, you look at Bernardo Silva, you look at these guys, yeah, they get goals assists, they're wonderful technically, but how they hold on to the ball, how you retain possession, it's never spoken about, is a form of defence. And I think when people, of course, when you look at City, no one's going to care really about defending. You've got the Cyborg in Haaland, you've got the many play, 100 million Grealish, Phil Foden, Boy Wonder, bare talents. But how they defend, and not just their defenders, their aspect and their outlook of defending, the tactical fouls, the taking stings out of the game, even to a degree against Brighton, is what we need to look at doing. So, yeah, man, people want Harlem results from Jesus. I can't speak for no one. I don't want Harlem results from Jesus because you're not that, but you can score a lot more. You should score a lot more. I don't feel we create enough chances generally for anybody, but, you know... I can't, and I don't think we've done that for Jesus this season. But against Southampton, I think you had more than enough chances, and you're getting in the right areas. Hopefully, you can continue, you know, continue to do that. Um, but I'm happy with Jesus. I stand by him. But you know, the same way, if he scored a couple goals today, we say we gas him up, which we have. You've got to score goals in it, because that's what we needed. That's what we bought Jesus for. Yeah, he fits the system of of what Arteta is doing, modern striker, the heat map looks sexier than Lacazette's, all these things. And, and he's Brazilian. I've, I've got nothing but love for Jesus, but he does need to score. He has the ability to be the first striker in a hot second now, because Aubameyang went walkies, to get 20 league goals minimum, minimum for this football club. I'm not going to ask anything from a single player in this team that I don't feel they have within them. And I think you've got that. I'm not going to ask Eddie to get 20 league goals, because you don't play enough for one and two. I don't think you got the minerals for that. Ref decided he was going to let Kalata car manhandle Jesus right from the start. And I can't blame them because if I was a Southampton gaffer, I'd be telling them to do the same things. 
carried away, man. And again, turning on Jesus, ridiculous. I think the team got complacent. Plus, we don't do well with high-pressure teams. We definitely need more players. And PNP clamped Vieira real quick. Squad looked drained of energy already. I think Jesus is another Firmino. Let's be real. I mean, Firmino generally a half-decent player for us, man. We need to take some pointers from Southampton players were far too nice. Exactly. Every Guna would have taken these points, Joe, and you're 100% right. If you offered me in August, boom, what, wherever we are, top of the table, four points dropped at Old Trafford and St Mary's, I would have taken that, and you're right. But this is what I mean by we can't just waffle about that and be happy with that. We can't just do the misery thing and be angry about things. Just look through the middle. And the honesty is that we would have taken that. We can't win them all. We drew but that was an unnecessary two points dropped. So, you know, I know people have to do coping, coping mechanisms and cope the way you want, but there's two truths, or there's three truths. The truth is fundamentally we drop points. You're right in what you're saying, Joe, but at the same time, boy, it's irrelevant really and truly to a degree because I've been seeing us under Mikel Arteta. We've done better against the top six and we've had had some formidable wins and some good guards of form, but all that matters is where we're at in the top of the table. And if we, you know, we've gained a lot of points, but if we was to do another tally of points dropped, we've dropped four points now. And we are going to drop more points. It happens. We're not going to win everything. But in a game of fine margins, when you've got your hand on three points, you need to bloody bring on Sunday, regardless of the referees and all these sort of things, man. DJ, I would agree that we haven't played at the levels we did earlier in the season recently. However, I think after eight games this month, we have won seven and drawn one, still undefeated this month. That's true, but you're saying two different things there, my guy, Graham. You know, you're basically saying the two truths are living in the same realm, then, which is true. And that's the positive that in previous years, but we'd be saying these same things, but it, it would, you know, it would look like pick and mix for our results. So there's a foundation. And this is why I said why we have to win games and keep doing what we're doing. Because when you slip up, there's a certain sort of, floor to fall and we caught a bit of a blight. Chelsea and United dropped points. Spurs managed to outdo everybody who drew this weekend by losing. City won, but it is what it is. It's how the world works, man. The ref had a poor game, but the ref's not the reason we didn't win, bro. We won. We didn't win because we switched off for the goal we conceded and we didn't score enough, man. Who are you rotating with, Jesus and Eddie? There's, there's no one. I know they're a tough team, but be real, we deserved one decision in our way. But yeah, we were nowhere near potential in the second half. We deserved a penalty, but wait, how many times have we been done dirty and still won the game? I mean, I've offered my opinion, bro. I, I've, I've offered my opinion on the referees, been offering them. You know, every team's going to get shagged and whatnot. It, it's not going to change in it. So let's just try and control the games. We can try and control the, the, the variables in games that we can control, innit? I don't want to sit here and moan about refs. Anyone that's played Sunday League, you know, you just have to, you know the refs are dead. You have to play to the whistle. Results do matter, but we got some real good young players being overlooked. Who? Surely all the young players are playing. I'm not too sure on the point there. Fans are always going to move the goalposts, man. DG, you think we can keep up with this mad pressing for 90 minutes with no squad depth? Yeah, but you're going to see a normalisation in performance or a downward turn in performances like you've seen. This game shows the flaw in our side, which needs to be addressed. And we and will that happen? Hell no. For our history, let's keep it real, dog. I don't know, man. Good wake-up call. Would, bro, the wake-up call should have been Leicester at home. What's going on there, man? Eddie and Ketty's performance, lackluster, ineffective. 
really. DG, just remember, for all the plaudits City get, they have dropped more points away from home than we have. That's good for them, but they're City, bro. Like, that's it's right, but we're not levels with them. We're not friends with them. They're different kettle of fish. That's great, but that's all great and respectfully. That is all the terminology, which, again, I agree with, and it helps people be positive about today. But, again, like, it doesn't help us. You know, we can waffle about City dropping more points. We all know who is going to finish ahead of who. We can waffle that we're top of the table. We still ain't lost in a hot second, and we're doing these things. And all of that's true. But when we cut the nonsense... You can see what things are happening in it. So City can do that. City are probably more likely to win more away from home than us and whatnot. And if we go through the whole table, there's going to be a normalisation of performances. You know, you look at Newcastle, you'd expect a couple of teams to leap from them as good as they've been. Why you can't draw too many conclusions from 10, from 10 or 11 games. But Mikel Arteta said in August, we'll see what we're saying around the 11th, 12th game mark. And we're approaching that rapidly. City are better than us. City have more depth than us. City are not going to do certain things. City have more experienced players than us. So they can drop points. That's good for them. But it's as last time I checked, I saw Arsenal. So it, it is right, but it don't help us at all, really. So it's like of no relevance to us, bro. Imagine Smith Rowe gets it together and becomes the eight, hopefully. But can we buy one? There's always a witch hunt, man. It was Gabriel, it was Gabriel the centre half. Now it's and it's a bit older guard. It was Smith Rowe for a point next season, last season. It was Saka at the beginning of the season. You know, my guess is it will be Saliba soon. Ramsdale gets it every now and again. Forget all of that, man. Jesus is doing what he's always done. If Arteta is trying to improve him to be more a clinical striker, then okay. If not, we need another gunman to help him. I mean, he is great as City are. They don't just rely on Haaland. You know, Messi and Ronaldo made the difference for Real Madrid and Barcelona nine times out of ten, and they were great every game, but it weren't just them. Definitely where Messi's concerned. You know, has he won Champions League since he ain't been with Xavi and Iniesta? No. Hey, this is very, very good. He's a confidence player. Need that goal versus <clears throat> Forrest. I stand by him because I stand by all of these players because I got more time for you than players we had before. We knew what we were getting with Jesus. He's never been an elite finisher. He's going to have to become that, man. I think the wide players need to follow in when he's driving in to create chaos in the box. Mostly the players are caught ball watching him doing his thing. We have been top of the league almost three months. That's great, but we need to do it, mate. City are clawing at our doorstep and, and Harlan is scoring for fun. Demanding more goals from Jesus isn't being harsh. I didn't say, I, again, I have to assume that's, I have to assume that's in the, that's in the comments because I've made it crystal clear. There's a difference between positive criticisms and scapegoating I'll be honest I find I'll be honest I find us boring to watch in a lot of games I think Zinchenko helps the general play he does and we miss Zinchenko but we've been here it's always the one that's not involved that's the difference maker and the golden child which take nothing away from him shout Roger big up DG City Liverpool and Chelsea would be deemed as better clubs than Arsenal, yet they have lost and drawn more games this season. I get it's disappointing, but it's not over yet. It's not over yet at all. But as I said, what Liverpool, what Chelsea, what City are doing are irrelevant to us because them three clubs have been in the Champions League before us. Them have all won Premier League titles and been in the Champions League final more recently than us. And as you lot can see, bloody support Arsenal. So that is great. I'm not watching other people's other people's pots of rice. You know, I don't want mine to get burnt. It's true. But are these talking points going to stay the same for the whole 38-game calendar? Solely looking inwards. 
Partey was horrible yesterday. I think he had more passes to Southampton than Arsenal players, bit harsh, especially passes that were forward. We could do with Lewis Cook in midfield. Partey is decent defensively, but he's so poor on the ball with even the basic passes. City have set standards so high and our standards have risen. The fact that a draw has got this level of reaction on social media from Arsenal fans says a lot about how we regress. We need to stay, we need to stay top, keep moving. Hopefully, I never see Eddie Eddie playing again as well. That's harsh, man. We shouldn't be demanding goals from Jesus. The whole team needs to be scoring, not just one man. We need to be more clinical. You're right, but Jesus is paid to score goals. Right. We do it is very fair to ask Jesus to score more goals, which is true. In the same way, if you were scoring goals at this moment, everyone would be waffling. But you are right. We need to score. I don't think realistically, unless you're in the stadium, I don't really feel that fan pressure is going to affect the players because I don't feel the player. One thing I like about Arteta and the players, when the play, when the club has been kind of, when we haven't been kind of in this run of form and this positive, they haven't listened to outside influences. And when everything's going positive, they haven't listened. So... It is healthy to put pressure, but I don't really feel our pressure unless they're looking at social media and things are doing anything. <laughs> I bad said Saka Dev. I hear it, man. We're not playing wrestling. Shout out, Charlie. This is the period that can be the difference between a dire season or blatantly great season. It's down to the management and the hierarchy to add quality additions to the team. But if you don't make Champions League, there needs to be healthy things. And like Charlie has said, fundamentally, though, Xhaka doing bits, top of the league, upset that it's only a two-point margin, how times have changed. I hear it, man. I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. What's going on here? One second, folks. Why is Twitch freezing? Can you not hear me on Twitch? I don't know what happened there. Arsenal can make their complaint, man, but these things are going to happen. And I do think Arsenal cry a bit wolf and that. But as I said, the things that we could have focused on, we should have really, you know, could be worse. We could be lying like Spurs fans claiming Lloris was fouled yesterday against Callum Wilson. Never a foul. I don't think we're being harsh on Jesus. You're an Arsenal player, an important one. You must meet the expectations of the club and the fans. Same goes for the rest of the starting lineup. Amen. I heard Lewis Cook myth. Big up, DG. DG, do you believe with this squad under a different manager, we are at 33 points right now? Maybe, you know, maybe. But it's been near enough perfect. Maybe Mikel Arteta was a bit naive against Man United. Southampton are more blame on the players for their naiveties. Any problems that we face were because of the squad we have or the players we don't have, I need to lay blame or praise <clears throat> at the feet of, Mik of Mikel Arteta. And I do, you're in charge of planning the squad. And while we've started fantastic, we're doing well, the club is healthy, you know. If you don't get top four, there needs to be question marks for one. New contracts have been given out. Money's been spent. People have been here for a while. Um, and, you know, I don't have any sympathy for... I have sympathy for the fans, for the teammates. Um, I don't have... And the players. I one I have a lot of sympathies for Mikel Arteta and, and Edu. If we, God forbid, if there's any crisis with centre mid or there's any issues around squad depth or kind of what some of you are alluding to now, I don't have sympathy for them lot because... We known this was a thing. We known what the World Cup fixture schedule list could be. We know the, the short of it is we struggled with injuries last year. We've got more games this year. So if we find any ourselves in any problems, I don't have any sympathy for it because you lot knew what was to come. You lot are in charge of planning the squad and you've gambled really. You know, hopefully it works. It's been working. We've been getting away with it. Let's hope that continues. And hopefully in Jan, we learned from last year and things like that. So yeah, as I said, got a lot of praise for Mikel Arteta and Ed. You've got a lot of luxuries that I afford them. I don't have any sympathy if there's any injuries in the squad for the guys because 
Well, I've, said, I've already said it, ain't I? Jesus would have scored had he not been fouled in on goal and or he had a bit more space because players got booked for blatant fouls. I don't know, man. That's all he say, she say. You know, I'd, I could only deal with the fact that we didn't score, it. I don't know. If we was a bit faster, stronger, quicker, you know, we might all be footballers. I, I can't deal with none of that. I can only deal with what we saw, bro. DG, do you feel Arsenal should look for a scoring wide forward in the Gennabry mode? I think we all would love that, man. Five points dropped, by the way. Five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Four. Drop five? Three against United, one against Southampton. Ain't that four? Unless we drop points somewhere else. I don't even know, man. Yeah, Ben White's a legend in his post-match conferences, man. The thing is, I hear you, Hector. You need veterans, but who's not experienced out there? I know that there's obviously inexperienced players, but against Southampton, who's not experienced? I'm not trying to lay blame at any of the players. Xhaka's out there. Jesus is out there from City days. Tomiyasu, based on how you've been playing, is one of our most experienced players to a degree. You know, if I force it a bit... Ben White and Ramsdale, you lot have been in the championship and at teams fighting for their lives where we're a bit privileged as top six supporters where, you know, I think it's a rich team problem or something. Where it's the be and then do if we don't get top, top four. Some people are fighting for their lives to stay in the division. Them two have been in that, really and truly. Saliba's inexperienced, but you've been part of a Marseille side that got Champions League football. You've been at France. Who's not experienced in this? A couple of the young players, Saka and Martinelli, you've been here long enough. But you are right, we do need some experienced players, but... Yesterday, I just think we didn't. It's as simple as putting the ball in the back of the net. Put the ball in the back of the net and discourage teams. Games are, football's a psychological game. And maybe games like yesterday, fans could see it because you gave reason for Southampton to have inspiration. If it was 1-0, but like how we started the game, we couldn't let them out their own half. They're losing the ball. There's bare chances. Looking like Arsenal are going to score 50, let alone one. They're going to come out looking like wet dogs in the second half. Instead, we let them get bare corners. They came out on crud. So, yeah, man, maybe there's a bit of complacency in the team. Maybe there's a bit of fatigue. Maybe it's youthful naiveties. But I don't like to keep using this young thing because while it is true and they show na their naiveties and it takes an eternity to promote good habits and lose bad ones, man, I've played enough games. Man, no, immediately, you know, no one is more self-reflecting in terms of sports than professional athletes or should be anyways. At the end of the day, Arteta, although I rate him highly, signed these players and resigned them and made the subs, so the result is on him and the players. The only thing I can criticise Arteta, if anything, is probably your handling of the squad, really, because there's not much there. Dermot Gallagher saying it was the correct decision. Uh, like I said, we score goals. I don't care about this penalty shout, innit? So just make sure you put the ball in the back of the net. We and all teams can't rely on fairness from refs and VAR. They've proven over and over again how diabolical they are. We need to finish our chances and change tactics when things fail on us, really. Jesus does deserve a bit of criticism due to his poor finishing in last games, but not to slander him. He will bounce back as well. People should stop skate-going all the guard when he could have had three assists. I hear that, but, you know, man need to get us is man need to actually score, man need to win. We win, lose and draw together. But people always look for scapegoats. People always, even with Gabriel and Saliba, people always, if you like one player and not so much the other, you're going to be, and I'm no different, you know, you're going to be a bit fairer to the other one. It happens. It's human nature, unfortunately. 
people always look for scapegoats. Players always have ups and downs in form. They're human. Amen. Our bench has no impetus or threat. As I said, any issues around not having a bench with game guys that can come on and help us in terms of seeing out games or cool, you know, winning a game for us? Any issues around injuries if Jacques Aparte or anything happens to anyone? Edu and Arteta, you lot planned the squad. You can tell me you tried to bring in centre mids and I have no doubt, but it's a results-driven business. If you lot in your own job, some of you have been listening to me while you're working, shout the nine to fivers. If you, you know, do you get paid or do you, you know, if you just did your job and tried versus actually being good at your job or competent at your job, would you have it? You wouldn't, isn't it? So I'm not praising people for trying this. Life is about results, you know, much like football. So any issues around squad depth, we know the gamble we're playing. And I like the fact that even in the Cups, Arteta said, I want to finish top of the Europa League. Let's start strong. But whatever way you look at it, you're going to have to rest players. You know, you're going to have to. I do think fans, we cry about rest all the time and we don't really know what's going on. And players always want to play. I don't really, you know, Arsenal's fit medical room's a bit brazy. But if they're saying Don's are fit, players are fit. Again, people want to play, especially when things are going right. We need to finish top of the group in the Europa and keep doing what we're doing in the league. I get it. But I just know. It's not sustainable for 38 games, let alone all the others. There is loss of form. There is injuries. There is suspension. There is just different heroes, villains and protagonists across different games, really and truly. You know, and the more, you know, the more you have to use a certain crop of players, the more that you're running the risk of them getting getting injuries and things like that. So, yeah, man, we need another winger. I even feel with our issues yesterday, better wing play gets us over the line. I, I, I just think that I hear that, but you just got to do better in the final third. Football's won and lost in the final third of games. Yeah, got to follow runners. Got to manage the tide. You know, I saw us in the second half. We looked a bit tired. There's too many gaps. They beat the first... It's come from a counter-attack. They beat the first press. We're disjointed. Xhaka, Tomiyasu, Partey. N number of players are not following runners. Following runners has been an issue. Even throw-ins, really and truly. And the issues that come via throw-ins for this football club, if I'm honest with you. So I agree, you know, we could have dealt with Zinchenko. We'd love a centre mid, we'd love a winger, we'd love all of this. But isolated to that 90 minutes, none of that could happen, innit? And despite all of this, what we had on the pitch was enough to get three points, regardless of the rest, fanatics and stuff like that, allegedly. I hope Jesus gets 15 goals and 10 assists by the end of the, the season, my guy. But yeah, man, any issues around this squad? It's the gaffer planned it, like you lot said, man. Nah, I hear you, Graham, man. I hear you. I think Arteta's subs yesterday were also poor. Removing Martinelli and Odegaard wasn't the play. I'd agree as well on reflection. Maybe I was. I, I more so got the Ode, the Martinelli set, uh, one. He did become a bit. It was becoming a bit predictable. But yeah, you know, the, obviously if Vieira came off the bench like he did against United. Arsenal fans would have been like waxing lyrical. He looked physically he needs to hit Jim immediately. It, it was there was too much intensity. It couldn't happen for a minute. But hopefully Vieira takes that. He said he's been going Jim and patterns up, man. I don't think Partey was poor on the ball, if I'm honest with you, but he started moving a bit beaky in the second half. Like everybody, if we buy a striker, Jao Felix or a target, man, how good is the target, man? Because they're too, you know, Gabriel's more of a trench defender, man. Slyly Ramsdale should have saved that. Disagree. Last line of defence, he could have done better, but it's already before we've actually asked questions of Ramsdale. Both teams, Southampton and Arsenal, not following runners in crucial positions. For Southampton, Xhaka has developed into a bit of a box-to-box -box goal scorer midfielder. And one of the only Arsenal midfielders consistently runs in the bloody box. You're not picking, picking him up, he's pulling it in. 
We're not picking up Armstrong. We're caught out of position. So maybe, but way before I ask a question of Ramsdale, a bit like Leicester. Leicester, a couple of the goals Ramsdale could have done better. But before your keeper has to be asked a question, there's literally, you know, in a day and age where Jesus and that is our first defender, what's going on? So, yeah, man. I believe with an experienced manager, we're at the same amount of points. To be honest, I could be wrong. Gio, I don't know, man. Like, I, don't, I don't know. All that, all that matters is Arteta needs to get us top four or there has to be fair questions. Same way, there should be fair praise if he does that. Shout out to Far Right, man. Yeah. However many points my mom says she is. Trust. Yeah, yeah, five points. Damn, yeah, yeah. You can tell just about point it. Finish match just about past mass. So yeah, five points, four points, points drop, man, unnecessarily. So that's what we've got on the board. We've got however many points we've got, we've got points dropped, and that points in a nice way it will rise. But you have to be wary because, as you know, fine margins. Fighting for top four in premise is a battle of the inconsistent. There's going to be better or more or worse moments from Chelsea, United, Liverpool, and us over this course of the season. I know. You know, some fans will say we're fighting for the league if that's what you believe, fair enough. But you're a liar if you thought that in August. And you're a liar, in my opinion, if you truly believe in... Or you might actually be... If you honestly believe Arsenal's winning that title. I want to be wrong, of course, but we ain't got the minerals for that. So my point is not to criticise Arsenal. It's to say it's a battle of the inconsistent. There's going to be better and worse periods from all of the teams I just mentioned. That's why men are fighting for second, third and fourth. By God's grace, if we finish top... City do a madness, we do a madness, we win. Arteta's the first gaffer to win the Prem uh, post-Wenger uh, post at the Emirates or, well, at Arsenal and first one at the Emirates. Fair play, but going to lead a little more than that, man. They can, refs can influence games. They can. But I know if we do what we need to do in that first 20 minutes, refs can inf influence what they bloody want. We score about three, four, five. Refs have influenced games we've won. Leeds, the last example, and again, that would be my biggest disappointment is that Different game, of course. Very different game. No two games are the same. But I just feel there are certain lessons we didn't learn from the Leeds game that we didn't take heed. And while we've done all right away from home, I think even though we won, I'd throw the Leeds victory into that. I'd say Southampton and I would say Old Trafford. We've been a bit naive. As great as we were at Bournemouth, at Brentford, um, I might even be missing out a next win, you know. I don't even know. But that's what I would say, really. But it's it's not over yet. But man, have a pattern, man. We don't have the game to win every, you know. We don't have the squad to win every game. But if it's a game like that, we can be disappointed not to win. Subs actually made the team worse. Should have been wrapped up in the first half. Always thought we needed to buy another target man. So target man striker sold two and only one came in. Yeah, 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 yeah. My maths is off, man. <laughs> I was ahead of you, lot. But yeah, five points, man. Three dropped against United, two dropped against Southampton, five points on the board, mate. Dear. At this moment, only City and Chelsea have a, have a bench. United, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool benches are all dead because of squad limitations or injuries. United, obviously, a couple of players couldn't behave in that, probably. Your, your bench did look meaty against Chelsea. Ours is meaty as well. Spurs, no Kulisevsky, no Richarlison. It's a bit bandoodoo. Liverpool injuries have shagged them, you're right, but depth in it. I know it's easy or worse, but we know what this thing is. It, big up, Elliot. It's the old football saying, never leave a match in the hands of the referees. 
you can't stop fans. If fans are going to be toxic, they're going to be, man. My biggest positive, even though it's disappointing, is that, and it won't always be this, is that we didn't lose, innit? Like, what? Glenn, Piet, might be forcing it with PSV, just in terms of being clinical, but I'd say a bit flat. I'd say PSV twice, Glenn, Leeds, Southampton. They haven't been our best performances, but our consistency has been there's that we've left with something in it. So it shows you there's one, two things improving and a couple things happening, but it needs, we need to take the good and make it better. And we need to, whatever we're bad at, we need to make it a certain standard. Because at some point in the Premier League, it's not all, and we did the positive against Leeds. It's not always about what you do at your best. You know, again, I don't think Arsenal could win the league, but on our day with all the variables and everyone fit and the sun shining and the fans making noise and the gaffer doing his stuff with his drippy clothes and that, I think we can give any team in this league a game. But one, that's concerning because it's raining again. That's concerning because that doesn't always happen. And sometimes in the Premier League, it's about how good are you at your worst. And to a degree this season, you know what? I wouldn't even, I don't think we were terrible against Leeds, but one of the worst performances so far we won. We walked away with Sat from Southampton, but again, it's what you are at your worst. It's when you're in bad form, it's when people are injured, it's when the goal to or star men aren't making the difference. Again, at some point, it's not going to look as positive as this. In life, life, you, you know, anything that is, you know, our goal is to get top four and do beyond that and get Arsenal back to positivity where it should be. In life, if you have a goal, it's not Disneyland, you know. It's as much as they 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 look at people accomplishing goals and stuff as, as beautiful as sexy it is but it's also horrible as hell you have to be able to suffer and there's going to be an element of that suffering so we need to do better with it but there are positives mod stay on job please you know don't know what them bots are doing i like Vieira, but yeah man needs to eat a little more get some protein shakes or something and that game there a bit like i look at Tom, tomiyasu and lokonga Brighton last season, I think Tomiyasu sat there and went, okay, cool. This is what the Prem's about. I'm patterning. I don't think Lokonga's quite did that, really. I think that was a welcome, really. You know, the United game weren't really that for, for Fabio Vieira. I think that was a kind of a welcome. You're getting clamped, you're getting roughed up. You know, it's 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 that's a welcome to the Prem and respectfully, you know, Southampton for us is difficult. It's, there's harsher tests on the road, people. So we could do better away from home, but we're doing all right, man. It's a mixed bag. We just need to pattern up, go again, reset. And it is what it is. And it was happening because when last did we draw again, people? It's been a long run, isn't it? Everything's got to stop, man, at some point. You see Telemans go, bad boy go. If it wasn't for Gabriel Jesus, we wouldn't be top of the league right now. The audacity of some fans to compare him to Lacazette. They're doing him dirty, but there are similarities between him and Lacazette in that, you know, they do the general play striker stuff. Right now, he's not scoring, but yeah, people are onto him. But it's not just because of Jesus, it's everybody. You know, it's everyone. He was great against Liverpool. He ain't scored, you know, he ain't scored since the first, first game of this month. We've had a couple of Premier League games and he's played well, but other people have done their jobs. It's a collective game in this team, man. We win, lose and draw together from the owners to the to the boardroom, to the technical front, to the players, to us as fans, man. DG, next season you're putting pressure on winning the league. I see a lot of people blaming the ref, but you, man, had bare chances to kill the game. I think that's an easy way out trying to say the refs cost you the game. Marcel, I agree as well. I, I And what I specifically mean is that fans that just want to focus on that, it's a cop-out. You can see that how that altered the game. You can see how Arsenal probably done dirty, but you can't lie to yourself. Once again, we could have just wrapped this game up already. 
Like, there's been a couple of, admittedly not to head, but I'm sure Arsenal fans, there's been games this season, and we are like boys who cried wolf and that. We're waffling about the refs, the rest on this, on that, but we got the three points. Everything is gravy. You're actually right. We dropped four points, but the ref nicked one in the last game. He deserves a point for that performance. Fair play. What if the FA is to adjust Arsenal games for Gabriel's report on Henderson? I don't know. You'd have to take that with someone that knows, man. I don't have a clue, my guy, man. DG, get seven points from the next three games, win the Europa League group and get through the EFL against Brighton. Good opening to the season. Then recruit well to help us through January and beyond. Graham, you ain't ever told a lie, man. I did think, you know, big up Tommy Asu. I did see why he would play him because obviously Tommy Asu is a good defender. I think he gives us a lot in the air. But I do think yesterday we could have got a bit more in, a, in, a, in an attacking front with Tierney. And I think that's why no one should write off any of them. You know, the one thing I would say negatively about Tierney, Tommy Asu and Zinchenko is that you don't know if all of you lot are going to be fit for the duration of the season. And Arteta does kind of make you lot play differently, but some things remain the same. But again, it's a squad game. Different games require different individuals, man. Yeah, man. Xhaka's been doing his thing. We, all, You know what? Could you imagine if he was doing that in Italy? We'd have to be lying and saying, oh, it's Serie tax, man. Because we would have got £12 and a handshake for that one, man. So, yeah. But I would like to do stuff. Man. So, yeah, man. We did all right, man. Interesting talking points. Keep them flowing, people. Only at 69 likes. You lot are kinky. I don't know for the 69 business, but can we get to 100 and keep your opinions flowing? Shout out to you, El Padrino. We played well, didn't finish and got a point in the end. Last season could have been an L. True. Laka and Jesus are different. Jesus makes things happen by himself. We need to show him as much love as we do to Saliba. I give man hella love, of course. Of course. But... I think there's similarities in how they play, but I think they're very different because Azus has had a lot of great performances in an Arsenal shirt or, and Lacazette um, where he hasn't scored, really. There's actually been games where he hasn't scored or assists and done a lot better, I feel, really. And Azus, you know, you got to be a bit of a villain against Liverpool. You was a bit of a villain against Thiago. There was a little contact. You're like, oh, my days, he's eye, my leg is gone. Being a bit too honest against Southampton, I do like players who stay on their feet, but reality is, boy, you gotta go down now. Like, can't beat them, join them. What's the point? Like, with the FFP thing, we tried to do the Disneyland thing where people are being, you know, are be doing other things. You can't beat them, join them. Hit the deck, man. Look at Harry Kane. That guy swear lying on his on his daughter's life that he's touching the end of 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 balls in the back of the net and things. It's, I don't really want you to do that, God forbid. But scumbag mentality, man. There has to be an element of just doing the scum thing. To be fair, he takes off Partey. Who does he bring on? Theo Walcott hitting the deck, but even he's on a lion tick. DG, do you think Spurs get replaced out the top six by Newcastle soon by Stam Tax? Boy, I don't know, boy. All I'd say is if Arsenal, well, Chelsea got a new owner, but if Arsenal, United, Spurs don't get a move on and start patterning Newcastle, bad news for every, probably New, City long term, bad news for everyone. You know, City owe us. That's probably why we got Jesus and Zinchenko, because we helped them build their foundation This with, with what they're doing now with the Colos and Nazris and Adebayos. So if you've got that Gundogan, that Laporte, that John Stones, you know, anything you got pep between January and, and summer, shout us, probably. You know, Newcastle might try by the, the new stars of Tororo at Arsenal Football Club. Right now, FFP shagging them, man. Bernardo Silva. And that's it for Bernardo Silva last season against our scumbag teams. Just, you got to be a scumbag. I can't lie. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. 
staying on your feet. I might admire it. You lot might admire it and things, but it didn't get man nowhere, did it? Really? That's the one thing I give Lacazette, man. Like this guy, I remember well, nothing happened of it. But even against Villa, I remember McGinn pushed him. He's act like he's been shot. We need to do these things, man. We need to start doing these things. And I don't like to use the age thing, but it probably is a bit of well for, for Jesus, he's probably he's trying to be too honest, isn't it? There's no honor among thieves, and we were trying to steal three points yesterday, isn't it? Um the other young bulls as well. Saka, your boy, Saka, I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's it's looking like you're going to just have to... I don't know what it is about about the refs, but it's looking like... Unless, God forbid, Saka is going to have to get shot before he gets anything, isn't it? Like, it is where it is. But we've got to take a tumble, man. Take a tumble if need be. You've got to be on the scumbag team. Look at City. They're on the scumbag. As good as they are, they're on scumbagging. He didn't bang at Anfield this year, but they're on scumbagging stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a day everybody could alert. Maybe, our, well, Arteta's subs didn't help the game. They're very ineffective. I think they kind of cost us against United as well to go with how we set up at Old Trafford. But at the same time, I agree with you, but at the same time, I more have to get onto Arteta and Eddie for the, the, the squad depth you've assembled. Like yesterday, there's no Smith Rowe, there's no El Nene, there's just no one. What else is there to do off the bench? Like, okay, Eddie and Ketia, left wing, it's baffling, but not baffling. Vieira, they weren't really, you know, could have tried a thing with Marquinhos or Nelson. They're on the bench, but really, it's it's lucky dip. You don't know what they're on, really and truly in your hearts. You don't know what they're on. So yeah, man. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Saka needs to get injured before the World Cup so England loses, and then the FA. I don't know what bullshit you're on there, my lad. I don't want no one to get injured, man. I don't know about none of that. We have to see, man. Big up, DG. We need more depth to really compete. Remember when we were winners, we had four good strikers, right? Burkamp and Elko Weah, then Omri, Burkamp, Canoe and Wiltord. Again, it's a depth game. But not saying you, but every now and again, fans are kind. And I'm pretty sure, big up to all the fans that are not supporting Arsenal that tune into me. I'm sure you see it at your clubs. Every now and again, fans say, yeah, we need depth, man. We need depth. We need depth. We want to do this and we want to do that. The depth comes now. Guys start getting scared when their favourite player ain't playing. They start getting in their feelings. They start saying, this player's done. This is happening. That's happening. It's over. This and that. Like It's a squad game. And I I, I can't compare Mikel Arteta to Pep. But I do think he likes that. He's on that Pep thing in that. Unless you're on the Harlan thing, the Kevin De Bruyne. Every now and again, there's a Grealish. A Mar- well, not really Grealish, but Grealish, a Mares, a Bernardo, Silva. There's one of them City boys that are really playing out of their skin that can't be dropped. But excluding if that's not there, and then they've got Haaland and 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 Kevin and things, everyone else is kind of rotated, really. And I think he's on a that thing as well. I think you're starting to see why Jesus was on the bench at City. I mean, he was a rotation option, man. Like, I can see why, you know, it's Man City. Many a player could be on the bench at them teams there. But... Jesus, I'm happy with Jesus. He's my guy. Just needs to score goals, isn't it? Simple as that. In the same way, if you bagged yesterday, I would have said, oh, you know what? We got out, not got out of jail, but yeah, Jesus kind of helped us. There was death for one effort. I can't remember, but he was racing through on goal. He took a touch. I genuinely thought, yeah, Jesus, I was about to change it. You lot that were part of the, the, the live stream could see it. Took an extra touch. And I believe Kaleta saw actually a legit tackle that time. Managed to make a great tackle and deny him, innit? DG, is it too far-fetched to say we could bring three players to the club in Jan? I wouldn't say it's far-fetched. You can do what you want, but it will, obviously, as you know, Graham, 
part of me, it depends what sort of player you're going for. Are you going to put down the money? And we all know January is a difficult time to do business. Yes, the World Cup is coming in. There might be a fire sale, but is what it is. Like Telemans, if he has a good World Cup, definitely at the weekend he did his thing. There's a bidding war. At this stage, DG, would you consider Ainsley, Bellerin and Chambers as depth if we still had them? Well, when you ain't got no bodies, anybody would be calm in it, but me, D-man. I didn't think this when he got injured, but we have really missed Smith Rowe. He just gives us something different and can chip in with a few. I tried to tell you, look. Tried to tell you, look. Tried to tell you, look. Even that, there might have even been a time where Smith Rowe might have got back into the team and Martinelli could have come off the bench on some crud against, against Southampton. And then we could obviously rest players. You want to get into a scenario where Martinelli and Smith Rowe play to a great enough scenario if Saka's form or a next wing of Saka's form is a bit brazy. Yo, hold the bench. I know Arteta is talking about 70 games odd for, for Saka, and I believe it. I'm here for that. But if we could rest these legs, why not? And keep man fresh. Even Jesus can't play forever. And Eddie's time is coming soon, really, because, God forbid, hopefully Jesus doesn't get a suspension against Forrest, but he gets a suspension, at least for a game. Eddie and Ketty is getting an opportunity. But I did think yesterday, well, you should have known already, but there's limitations on certain players. So respectfully, at this moment in time, when Fabio Vieira is coming off the bench, I don't expect much, even though I expect a lot more from him than Eddie. Eddie, if you score, it's a bonus. I kind of know what I'm getting. You know, even when you come off the bench against Fulham earlier and in the season, you change the game for us, but you're not converting. I don't really, in a nice way, I don't expect much because I don't think you lot are the guys like that sort of thing. We know we got a meaty bench. You know squad depth, you know, we're a couple injuries away or maybe even one from collapsing but these are the realities we knew it in august when the window shut it well september so we're just gonna have we're gonna have to just get on with it man like rightly or wrongly there's there's there literally isn't and there's nothing me and you and everyone here as a fan can do but there's literally nothing we can do we just have to hold it really and truly i think one sec i think matteo gondosi's been speaking yeah yeah get that up there Sorry, folks, we're going to get into the, the talking points and all this jazz, man. Would you play Nketiah against Forrest to make sure Jesus isn't suspended for Chelsea? Had we have taken three points against Southampton, potentially, not really now because we need that insurance going into Chelsea. I just have to, We just have to say a prayer, Jesus, come and do this thing, really, you know, respectfully to Forrest. If we can't beat Forrest without Saliba or, or Jesus, there should be issues, but we need a reaction. We're playing at home. You know, Yates or Forrest talking, not Bolsi, but he wants to move to us. So let's do this thing, innit? So you're going to have to play. An ISIS bomber who was planning a terrorist attack at the Classico in the Camp Nou in 2020 has been sentenced to three years in jail. Three years for bombing things or attempting to. Crazy. We've been linked with Christian. <laughs> they're not even trying. They're not even, they're not even trying. As soon as we fail to score a goal to get us three points, they're linking us with Ronaldo. Come on, man. You don't ask the what doing that. Come on now, mate. We got Ronaldo, but come on now, mate. Bloody hell. After you know, at this point, I have to rate the public, you know, the publications for their their what's the word, man? Oh, we got late kickoff on Boxing Day. How innovative they are with, with some of these rumours, bro. These rumours are crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Fair enough, though. 
Eddie and Ketty is. I mean, Balogun's got more goals this season than than their Messi. Let's run the agendas, boys and girls. We don't need no Dunkar. Hey man. To be fair, it's Ronaldo, it? I'm never gonna say no, but yeah, blood, we, yeah, it's not gonna help us. Eddie loves a goal against Chelsea. Hopefully, hopefully the Haylenders are ready, man. You know, the Ronaldo thing's not gonna happen, bro. You mean you mean to tell me we've cut up all of these contracts to then go and waste it? And then what? Are we gonna do the soap opera thing again? You know, imagine if we weren't there against Southampton. Ronaldo starts, he's subbed, he's strolling, and things like that. We don't need him to be, you know, slapping slapping phones out of young Arsenal fans' hands. Ronaldo's Ronaldo in it, but come on now. Like I could never say, regardless, you could never say no to wanted to see Cristiano Ronaldo at your club. I think the young players could learn a lot. I think he could score some goals, but for obvious reasons, he doesn't want to be a rotation option. Probably wants way too much money, and it's a myth for evident reasons. People really and truly, it's just it's just a myth. Like you lot know it, man. Really and truly. So yeah, on that note, where's the timer? Let's go into this. Is I today is flown, people. Shout out to you, lot of people. Today has absolutely flown. Latest news. Now let's see what the papers have been saying about us. What we should do first things first is once again smash the like button if you haven't already, people, on this video. And then obviously, we're watching Dortmund tomorrow against City. Is that on? Is that tomorrow? I don't even know if that's tomorrow, but whatever it is, in it, it might be definitely watching Chelsea Salzburg tomorrow. Remember, that's 4.45 live stream start or 5.30. But yeah, should change that. And obviously on Thursday, content, 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 content. Man, I call in Ronaldo dead food. I feel disrespectful saying that about such a great player, but, you know, United are putting in performances without him. I think Ten Hag tried to do the... Let me give everybody a chance thing and whatnot. And you're violating in it, so we got rubbed out. Uh, let's see what these things are saying. Gwendozi's giving a talk, people. Big up Michael Carrick for being new borough manager. His departure from Arsenal, his confusion with Mopay, Mikel Arteta, Gwendozi takes out so France. I don't even know, but this could be, you know, this could this could this could be an interview. What has he said? My departure from Arsenal has nothing to do with the gesture against Mopay. What has he said? For me, it took on too many preparations. It was a gesture, but since there are a lot of people on the pitch every weekend, I hear a lot of things being said on the pitch. Stuff in the corridors is football. There's a lot going on. You can't you can't talk about all the time. I didn't have the best relationships with Arteta. The journalist used this excuse to say that we had a bad relationship. That's why I stopped playing or left Arsenal. No, not at all. It was a gesture as there should have been. It was a gesture as there can be on the pitch. There's a lot of nervousness sometimes, a lot of problems on the pitch. In any case, it has nothing to do with all of that. On his relationship even more, he said, it's true, I did not have the best relationship with him. Afterwards, I always tried to work, always gave the maximum of myself in training and in matches. I still played a few matches with him. I still did great performances. He preferred other players and I respect that decision. That's why afterwards I also decided to leave because I was still young. I needed playing time to continue playing progress the most important thing when you're young is to play which is true so yeah big up to Matteo Guendouzi for that one people um many clubs interested in Indica I'm also told there's a very good chance for Indica to leave on the free so many clubs not just in England are exploring the situation that was Fabrizio Romano on the young I trek Frankfurt 23 year old left-sided centre-back people we've seen this already uh Kevin Campbell has praised Gabriel you know and it's true he has made mistakes but he did play well he's a trench baby two Mad away games, Leeds and Southampton, he's turned up for. Um, 
I'll never miss an opportunity to, you know, give some Gabriel propaganda. As far as I'm concerned, Arsenal need one aggressive centre-back, someone who's going to go and put his head in where it hurts and challenge the opposition forwards positive, physically and mentally. Saliba is the cool, calm and collected one who cleans up for others and looks gracious, but there has to be an aggressor next to him. Having two passive centre-backs is a forward's dream. Gabriel's the kind of defender forwards don't like playing against. You need one of those centre-backs to be the one who goes forwards and headbutts, essentially, and that's what we've got. Let's be honest, players make mistakes and it doesn't matter who you are, you make mistakes in a football match. There's been some glaring ones at times, I'll admit, but for all those mistakes, Arsenal still sit top of the league. I'm a big fan of Gabriel. I think he's committed to what the club are doing. Big up his new contract and the numbers suggest he's having a good season so far. Lee Dixon's got on to one of our centre-backs or full-backs um, criticising Ben White. Now, I really like Ben White's dry humour. I really like the way he talks in some of these press conferences because you can he's no holds bar, he's no BS. Uh, big up Lee Dixon, but I don't know why he's on to him. Apparently, when asked the reason for the poor display, he said sloppy in possession, didn't win duels, the opposite to the first half, and that's why the game went the way it did. We're only human, it's tricky. Now, I could understand why that might pee people off, even though I don't pee me off, but what has he said? On the on Xhaka's goal, he said, obviously, to be part of it is amazing, but it's about the team, and unfortunately, we didn't get the win today. And then he was... And then... What's happening? But after watching White's post-match interview, Dixon said, wow, did they get beat 8-0? Yes, there was... that." Was, he said, yeah, that was a little bit over the top. He's feeling what he's feeling. But I still think that this season, when you play like that in the second half, you've got to take it on the chin and go, yeah, we didn't play great. Move on to the next one. He wasn't very down there, was he? I mean, I think he's kind of said what you said. I think, you know, he's a, profesh he's a professional athlete. He's going to be disappointed. I, I the papers are probably making something of this more than it is. I don't think Ben White said anything there. Fair enough, Dixon. I guess you have to get peas. Arsenal punished as VAR Miss Gabriel Jesus penalty incident. How it misses it, I don't know really and truly. I've offered my sorry for it in the mic there. I'm offered my opinion on his penting. We should have just scored the goals. We could have scored in it. I ain't got nothing else to say. The refereeing is never going to improve. Man United misfit Cristiano Ronaldo most likely to seal Serie A transfers. Arsenal have their doubts, just putting Arsenal's name there for no reason. He could be going to Napoli, allegedly. According to the Scum newspaper, Chelsea, Arsenal and Newcastle United don't seem prepared to go for Ronaldo. Um, Napoli's the more likely one. Arsenal and Newcastle realised the quality he would bring in helping them to achieve their ambitions. And there's even talk he could rip off his deal, but both clubs worry about the wider impact his arrival could have on the clubs. The most likely destination is now Italy. Napoli were interested in Ronaldo over the summer and are still keen. Okay, so we know we're not getting Cristiano Ronaldo. Anyways, it all depends what you read here, people. Mudrick might as well play for Arsenal. All the rumours that he's, that's been said with him, people. Uh, Arsenal looking to exchange Lukonga from Milinkovic Savic, says this rumour. What is this? Probably some nonsense. Google Google Translate, you're going to help me out? Thank you. Milinkovic Savic here now. Could be the cheapest he's ever been quoted in, in a few years, in, 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 in next summer, you know, in 2024, because his contract's running down. Cheapest he, you probably get quoted from in a year, in years, sorry. So I don't really believe this at all. But if you do, that is up to you, folks. But anywho, it has said... It's basically just said we want to swap Milinkovic out for Lukonga. If they're on that, I'm on that, but I can't see it. They'd, have, they'd be zanging themselves. And it's then saying about 50 to 60. He's French-born. I thought he was born in Belgium, but fair enough. I didn't know that. Or is that Milinkovic-Savic? 
because I think he actually spent time in Portugal in Sport Elizabeth Academy as a kid. But yeah, we that's linked us with Milinkovic Savic. If you believe that, then you believe that. We've spoken about Ivan and Dika. One minute is 60, then 50, then 40. That's 35 million euros allegedly with what Shakhtar the next seat for Mudruk. According to this report, Shakhtar the next are demanding 35 million for their, their, their player. Fair enough. If it's 35 million, get it done. Arsenal set to rival Real Madrid for Cody Gakpo. Anything can happen, but unless they're going to loan you out, I definitely don't think you're ready for for, my, for 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 Real Madrid. We all know everybody's been subject to off to, to interest in United. Could have got him. Uh, apparently, PSV are likely to ask over 50 million euros, considering the form he's in. Can't blame them. We know Gabriel last week signed a new deal. Zaha allegedly has postponed contract talks with Palace after, you know, he the 29-year-old could move to a bigger club on the free. We've been linked with the Celtic done earlier, people. Rocco Vata. So, you know, if he's lit, why not? We'd all love Hendricks, but that looks like some nonsense. Let's refresh this page. Anything new? Because we've seen a couple of these. Nothing new there, people. What's been said here? No, they got Balogun for scoring, but it doesn't look like anything there. We've been linked with Naby Keita, another one whose contract's running down. Arsenal, Chelsea and Tottenham monitoring Liverpool contract situation. A number of Liverpool's Prem rivals are keeping close tabs on Naby Keita's contract talks as they enter the idea of taking him on a free transfer at the end of the season, people. Allegedly, I say allegedly because it is alleged, isn't it? Um, so we'll have to see what's going on here. We all know that, you know, during the summer, they made a concrete push for Liverpool to tie him down before the window closed. But it hasn't happened and they're still deadlocked. The chance to land Cato on the free is hugely appealing. And 90 minute understands Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham are among those contemplating an offer. I don't have his injury record to hand, but he can't stay fit. It'd be issues. Obviously, Chelsea are probably linked because Jorginho and Kante might go. Dennis Zachariah, it's over at Chelsea already, isn't it? So, yeah. And he's also got major interest from Germany, Italy, Spain and France. Allegedly, folks. So, make of that what you will. Uh, once again, Shakhtar, the next um, winger, Mudrik, has been linked with Arsenal and Juventus. Apparently, the valuation is €35 million. Euros, and it's this article, once again, it said Arsenal are on to that. So, yeah, we spoke about that, Don. Uh, so, yeah, it is, it is what it is. Gabriel Jesus has said it hurts people. He admits his five-game run without a goal has left him feeling a bit confused, but has vowed to get back on the score sheet immediately. I don't know. I really don't know if I can, if I know, I can tell you. But the only thing I can do is to keep trying, keep fighting, keep improving. Like I said, I'm here to score goals. I'm here to help the team with the goals. I understand that, of course, the goals are coming back soon. We're all rooting for you, Jesus, man. Brilliant player, really, you know. Five games and it's all over. Everyone was a little bit upset because we knew we could win the game. We created a lot, but we were not finishing good. I put I put me in that, of course. I could have scored one or two. Then we win. It's hard. It's difficult. It hurts. But we have to wake up, improve and come back. Amen. That's all we can do, really, Jesus. Um, what has he said here? He's warned his teammates difficult times are coming, allegedly. I'm disappointed. We're all upset with the result today because we know our quality. We could, We know we could win the game today the way we played. Of course, we've dropped a little bit of our level. We have to come back because this league is tough. It's difficult. Everyone is upset. Now it's difficult. Now it's the difficult time, I think. The difficult time is coming. So everyone has to be alert, focus more. We have seven or eight, or we have six or seven games before we stop before the World Cup. So we need to come back, relax tomorrow, but come back strong because that's football. Sometimes you drop a little bit, but you have to realise and wake up. That's what we have to do now. And then he said, the only thing I know is I have to do my job here. I have to focus here. Then if they, Brazil, call, 
call me, I go and focus when the time is the World Cup. Not now. My focus is here, Arsenal and my club. I think everyone has to realise the World Cup is not yet. We have to focus here. I think we've dropped a little bit our level with and without the ball. That's going to happen sometimes. We're young. I'm still young as well. We have to be more focused sometimes. We created a lot today. We created a lot like today. Again, we create, but we are not finishing good. I put me in that, of course, because I had some chances today. I could have scored one or two, then we win the game. Like I said, sometimes football's not like this. You create and play well, but you don't score and you don't win. It's hard, it's difficult, it hurts. But what we can do now is past. It's past. We have to realise, wake up and come back. Fair enough, man. And that's the thing, I hate them, you know. I, this is why I don't listen to them really and truly, my guy. DG, would you be up for bringing in Gundogan next summer if we qualify for the Champions League? You'd have one year left on his contract. We could get him for a reasonable price. Yeah, even though he's 31, but Gundogan's quality experienced and all of that jazz, 100%, bro. Surprised you asked me. You should have known my answer. Um, Gabriel Jesus, I believe, has been speaking to Arsenal.com as well. It feels like we lost the game because of the way we played, the way we created a lot in the first half, more than in the second. In the second, we dropped a level again. It was a little bit similar to what happened against Leeds, so we didn't learn our lesson. We have to realise that, be smart and see what we are doing wrong, then improve. We have to improve and to try to come back at the same level at which we started the season as a team and individuals. We'll work hard and then come back stronger. There's no excuses. We have some days to prepare to work what we have to do on the pitch. Obviously, there are some players who need more time to recover. But like I said, it's all about focusing on the pitch. We are creating chances like in the last game, but the balls aren't going in the net. And today that happened again. Now's the time to realise, breathe and try to come back. Shout out Gabby Jesus for that. Pardon me. Let's see what the gaffer has also said as well, man. Is that again, Kate? I wouldn't make no sense. Amen. Let's see what the gaffer has said. Oh, well. Short day for Mikel Arteta. He ain't had much to say about Southampton, has he? On whether he has any complaints, no complaints. This is football. We were really good in the first half and controlled totally the game. We created loads of chances that we didn't pull away in the Premier League. Unfortunately, if you do, don't do that when you're top of the game, you can have some difficulties. Amen, Gaffer. In the second half, we put ourselves in problems with the amount of giveaways that we had, especially with ball possession. And that didn't allow us to control the game the way we wanted. Their direct play and long throws and set pieces disrupted the game a lot. We tried to react. And I still think in the second half, the two biggest chances were ours, but we didn't put them away. On what he made of the penalty shouts, I don't know. I don't want to comment on that. I want to see the images before I do. You know the gaffer wants the pens in it, but no point focusing on that. On why our performance levels dropped off. I think we stopped doing all the simple things right. The, the distances on the ball. And, and I agree because this might mean players think that we've, we're on a level we're not at this moment. We've kind of mastered certain aspects in the game. The hardest thing in life is discipline. We weren't disciplined against Southampton, really. And that's probably why there's been a bit of a drop-off beyond all the other talking points. Um, the distances on the ball positions were too far. We gave too many simple balls away in very dangerous areas without much pressure and didn't allow us much continue continuity like we had in the first half. Then you are more fatigued because the game becomes more open and there are more transitions and you're fatigued. Amen. Just like in the goal they scored in the 65th minute. I think, again, we finished the game on, on top of them and we tried to go for the second goal, but we didn't find a way to do it. It was a... Sorry, people. It was a consequence of one thing after the other and we didn't stop it quick enough. On Jesus, I'm sure today he'll be disappointed because he had the chances to put them away. Knowing Gabby is disappointed when he scores two goals and could have scored three or four. So he can do that. But he's having the chances and he's always there, which is why I'm confident he'll start scoring. He gives so much to the team and it's a shame he couldn't put them away today. Amen. But we've got again on the depth. 
We have we have the same that we had a month ago, two days ago, and the same as what we're going to have next week. I don't like to have any excuses. In the second half, we could have played much better and we could have won much more comfortably than we did. And it's completely down to us. Amen. Thoroughly enjoying this honesty from Mikel. I think the team looked really fresh at the start, but I put it more down to the way we played. We should have played better in the second half. Amen. On eight of our starting on eight of our players starting in the Premier League in every game this season. That means they haven't played other games. I think at the start, the team looked really fresh. As for the second half and the last few minutes, it's more the way we played. I put it there. We should have played better in the second half. On historically struggling at Southampton on the road, it's very difficult to win in the Prem at home and away. So, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't trying to speak about that. And it? So it was a difficult day for us. Well, I would have thought I would have saw Martin Odegaard speak or Jack or something. There must be something going on. Loan report out between today and tomorrow, people. Probably tomorrow as well, by the way. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's that really and truly where that's concerned, folks. I don't think there's anything else there. So, let's set a timestamp. This, this is not mine. Sorry, folks. So, yeah, with that being said, people, we've been here for 90 minutes. I'm going to get out of you lot's hair now, really. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget, people, we've got a jam-packed uh, day of content today. I'll be live at 4.30 to play FM with you guys. And obviously, Thursday, we've got Europa League. Tomorrow, we've got, you know, Salzburg, Chelsea or Dortmund City. We've got all of that in it. So, yeah, make sure you're there. Set your reminders and all of those things. As usual, I hope you all had a great Monday. I appreciate you lot supporting the thing. You lot stay blessed, stay safe. And I'll see you tomorrow or later today, innit? So, yeah, peace.